Hello, and welcome to Why Did You Do This, d d podcast in the world of Pierre Law. I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Laura playing Bertie, Eddie playing Anya, Jake playing Nina, and Zoe playing Ross. Let's jump into it. So, when we last left off, the party had a spa day, um, but it was a bit of a working holiday as Newman had to uh, decode some magic within the teleportation circle of the uh, of the bathhouse. He was able to do that easily, giving the party ample time to enjoy the facilities before the uh, the rush, uh, though. There were a lot of uh, deep conversations had during the time there um, about Caius's absence, uh, Rook's surprise presence, um, and the arrival of an apparent protege to Rook, um, who Rook uh, ended up leaving to start the process of kind of training and helping um, and we left on Bertie being given a message from Orloth by ascending that Bianca wanted to speak to him once he got back so I believe we're still technically in the bathhouse has the uh, rush come in yet? Uh, no. But, um, you'd be aware that it's not going to be too long before it it's ready. Um, at this point, Anya probably re-enters the room from, um, where she had been hanging out with Ross. Uh, not Ross. Brooke. Um, where she had been hanging out with Rook and Rhea. Um, and so she sort of walks back into the room and just very casually probably um, scans the room for her friends. What's everyone doing? How's everyone faring? Um, I believe Ross and Newman are currently battling it out underwater. Yeah, uh, I believe where we probably let, uh, well, no, yeah, right before Bertie got his message, uh, he convinced Ross to yeet Newman into the hot springs, uh, where he was not previously, did not take a lot of convincing, uh, and Ross dunked him, and he then used water walking to stand on the water and suplex Ross into the water, forgetting that she has a ring of water walking, and basically slammed her into solid ground, and then she sank like a little rock. <laughs> and then I believe I said she's done like a hair flip back up, but she, uh, yeah, they're, they're, she's trying not to duke it out with him because she doesn't want to draw attention to them, even though I'm sure the employees are already like, what the fuck is going on? Um... <laughs> But she is, like, her tail is, like, snaking up out of the water to wrap around his ankle very slowly. And if he so much 
as looks at her wrong. She's yanking him back in. <laughs> he's he's being quite observant and might give you the sly eyes if he's about to do something, yeah. Was that necessary? Uh, I was relaxing. I was in... I was in complete zen. <laughs> and then I wake up <laughs> to the most uncomfortable... <laughs> Zen I've ever felt in my life. I think it was deserved. I did not, however, think that it would hurt you so much. I apologize. You know, some people find water really soothing. <laughs> that, um, that water walking, is that always on? Technically, I guess, I've never been thrown bodily onto a body of water before! <laughs> and she just like, then like reins herself in. Like, mm. Anya probably like very quickly at that point, um, not running because A, bathhouse, not safe. And B, unlike some people, she is still under the notion that we are undercover. <laughs> so she kind of, she um, quickly makes her way over and she's like, you too. Uh, yep, this is yep, uh, yep. not very subtle. Oh, we're doing it again. Oh. Ooh. Um, yeah, Why good? is it always you too? <laughs> <laughs> um, a certain joie de vie? A lust for life. You know Navarin? A little bit. I've been learning Elven in like my spare time. <laughs> and then Ross is like, wait, this is not, um, we're in trouble. Um. <laughs> mm. Look, I think we're probably done here. Do we know where everyone else is? Where's Sam? Ross looks I'm... at the other end of the pool. <laughs> Hi. Anya turns to Sam and she's like, What are you doing? You're just letting them do this? <laughs> and at Sam's silence, she just sort of um, turns around and she throws her hands up in like just an emotion that my brain can't think of right now. But I know the word of desperation. That's the one, um, and probably tries to spot Bertie. How's Bertie doing? Um. So Bertie, um, he he'd followed Ross because she was under the impression that um he was following her <laughs> um for a little bit. Um, but then he kind of just like stepped stepped back a bit, and he's just kind of like sitting on a bench or something like that but he's kind of like um he was just watching just a little bit awkwardly still but then um his ears have like pricked up like just way up um <laughs> in his little alert um <laughs> posture um he's still got like a tail like up <laughs> nearly to his chest um but he's just like sitting there with his ears straight up um and he kind of just seems to be like focusing just not on anything in particular um it doesn't look like he's listening for anything he's just some things um just i don't know <laughs> snapped him out of it 
Anya, um, seeing that, because she still can see right now, um, tilts her head a little inquisitively um, and just quietly sort of makes her way over to Bertie, um, mostly forgetting the commotion behind her um, or putting it to a side. Actually, at this point, she cannot because it has been more than an hour. Oh, okay. Well, it happens because I said it did and then she loses sight. <laughs> Darby. <Okay. laughs> Don't mess with my narrative. It so, that's the, so that's the last thing she sees. Ready, half-dressed. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he was not naked. <laughs> yeah, so she then uh, makes her way over to Bertie um, and probably mid-step when it falls out, she kind of almost would, she'd Anya stumble. So not actually stumble, but if you were like, Hawkeye watching her, you'd see her step pause for like a microsecond. Um, and then she sort of gates forward and, uh, it, Bertie was like sitting on a bench. Yeah, yeah. I presume like a wooden bench or something. I don't know. Well, there's a rock. I presume. I don't know. It had a natural yeah. hot springs look. But yeah. A bench. Um, yeah. Anya would take a seat next to him and she'd be like, um, is everything okay? Oh, Stupid uh, question, but, um. Yeah, no. Um, oh boy. Didn't even see you there. Um, hi, uh, yeah, oh, I just got a message, um, but it's, uh, yeah, um, it's not, not Kaius, nothing, no, nothing, nothing bad, um, how, how did you go? You went off with Rook for a bit, how's she going? That's a nice surprise. Um, it's very good to see her. It's... I'm glad. And potentially, if I got the magic aura right, that kind of happened. He like nudges her aside. You did see her, yeah. She lets out like she closes her eyes and lets out like a tired sigh, and she's like, "Thank you for reminding me that I do need to have a uh, conversation with Sam." True, true. He's a weird little guy. About the level of comfort he has with me. I think he kind of like, I'm not sure. I mean, have you kind of noticed? And he kind of like leans in conspiratorial, like, consp- I don't know that, that word. Conspiratorially. <laughs> that. <laughs> he leans in, <laughs> like, with his like, little mock, like, cuffy. He's um, like, have you noticed? Okay, like, Anya, your kind of thing is this, it's the tough love kind of thing, yeah? And you're like, you know, yeah. you bully Sam, like, you know, it's a nice way of bullying. Have you noticed, like, Ross, I don't think it's the same way, but Ross kind of treats him like that too. Do you think he just kind of, like, gravitates towards girls that bully him a little bit? Anya's <laughs> <sighs> eyebrows, like, raise into her hairline. And she's like, huh. How about that? Now I have two things I need to speak to Sam about <laughs> <laughs> regarding his comfort levels with me. 
Well, I mean, it depends on how personal you'd want to get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I just, I just kind of noticed it. He's just, yeah, I think he wants to impress you. Um, I'm pro- presumably not in the same way he wants to press, uh, impress uh, Rivari, but you know. <laughs> I'm not used to um, people meeting me and getting to know me within the span that Sam knows me, within the short time that Sam knows me, and wanting to impress me and not being afraid of me. That is new, and I don't know if I like it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, again, he's a theater kid, so like, you know, like no offense to Ross, but he's a little bit of a weird dude, so you know, but that's no offense to you either. Such a weird dude. I think just like, he's got this like degree of like fearlessness specifically for that but yeah i don't know it's just like girls bullying him i've just kind of, kind of noticed it a bit you know I don't, I don't know how far deep that goes it's just you know it's interesting yeah um yes well yeah but yeah no i'm um, i'm i'm glad you i'm glad you got to see rook though is she hanging around um she um she has someone she needs to take care of for the time being um she found a member of her tribe so teenager so uh oh okay okay yeah you know the um yeah it's been a very long time since i've been around teenagers and uh they also have the same effect of not really being afraid of me which makes them interesting. Yeah, that's fair. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I remember being a teenager, but I can probably imagine what you were like as a teenager. <laughs> Why, what do you think I was like as a teenager? Ah, <laughs> uh, a very nice young girl, clearly. You know, I hardly ever village. spoke as a teenager. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> it's, no uh, one would know I was as um had as much of a shining personality as I do. That's I spoke fair. To maybe three people for a period of fifteen years. It's been a work in progress, then. So I think you know it's been been a pretty good progress so far. Clearly, work with the rook thinks so. And he nudges her again, nudges her on the side again. I just mean to say, kids um, change. And I'm hoping this change will be for the good for Rook and Reyes. Rhea. Yeah. I don't know where I got Reyes from. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, that's really exciting for her. Did, is she going off to meet her? Did, did, I hope it goes well for her. That's um, that's um, good. She's got something to look forward to. And Anya kind of blushes a little bit. Uh, We met her, actually. Oh, well, that was fast. Wow. Rook. Rook wanted me to meet her to be part of her life, which... 
Anya like feels Betty kind of still next to her, and then um, she'll feel him like take her hand, like like in a like a a very like you know I don't know, a number, <laughs> not a very big emotional, but like like a <gasps> yeah, like <laughs> an excitement of, sort of. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the word I'm trying to think of. <laughs> <laughs> like, um. Oh wow, that's. It's it's strange because we haven't even really spoke about how the two of us are feeling um, yeah. with each other, but it's important to her, and I know that this is the right thing. Yeah, I. I know you haven't really been wanting to like ask her too seriously about that kind of stuff while she's been worrying about her things and it's been tricky too but it sounds like in her way it's kind of like some of the things Kaius told me it makes it pretty clear but I guess and um she like feels him like shuffling and like like facing half facing her um so it's like slung one. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. He's uh, facing her a bit more. And um, he's like, um, how do you feel about her? In that way. I love her. Oh. She's important, you know, and it's... Yeah. Yeah. I get that. It sounds like... I don't like think she... there's much more to say than... No. That, ...to describe how I'm feeling, which is new. New for that to not be much more to say. Yeah. No, I... Words are different for everyone. I know I use a lot of words to talk about a lot of things, but I think to me that's a strong one. I think that's really good. And I think if Rick was basically wanting to involve you, her, you were not only like with a teenager, like teenage, almost like a daughter, but also as part of a tribe. Not the same thing, obviously, but that's a certain kind of home that I think it sounds like she wants you to be part of. From her being a part of her tribe in any capacity says more than I think any words we could say to each other. So. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm um and he like slides slide, like squeeze her hand and lace their fingers together i'm really happy for you that's what a she, great moment. she has a little bit of a smile um but then after a moment it's like she's thinking about something and has something on her mind and the smile drops a little bit and she squeezes Bodie's hand and takes like a deep breath in, like she's preparing herself for something. 
He straightens up more. I spoke to Bianca. Uh, Bernie's ears like uh, f- have, have kind of like relaxed a bit more and they like flick up and then back a bit um, and his posture just like tenses from what Andy can tell anyway. Um, you, you spoke to her. After the, the thing happened. There's not a lot I can say about the conversation that I just, I want you to know what, the same thing that I was trying to get across to her failed in my own way, but no matter what feelings are happening now, Bertie, for you or for her, if you're meant to be in each other's lives, that will happen. And no matter what you've, no matter what you've done or not done in the past, you've acted now. Yeah. I know. And regardless, you will always, always have them. I know. <laughs> I do. And ultimately, it's um. It's up to her. Um, apparently, I got a message just now. She wants to talk to me. Um, so, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, it's not something, I guess. I guess I got pretty caught up about what it would mean for me to go and finally face it up to her before. And I wasn't really thinking about how she felt. Um, but it wasn't like a selfish thing on my half. It was just. I get it. It's... I can live without her wanting to be my. I don't know if I'm ready to be a dad. Maybe in the future, though. Um, but I can live with her if she doesn't want to talk to me. Just, I just feel bad that it's hurt her now but I guess I'll just have to see um didn't put a timestamp on the message but I guess once once everything's sorted I'll have to go and see how it is <laughs> um wearing more clothes than I am now anyway <laughs> we should um probably head back soon anyway I think Newman and Ross are trying to kill each other which won't <laughs> farewell for our undercover mission and Ready Sam is <laughs> very happy to just sit by. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, he's very comfortable in this situation. <laughs> Bernie will look over and see what, what the Chaos Twins and Sam are doing right at this point as they focus back onto the... Everyone is shaking his head. <laughs> um, unless Jake has alternative ideas, I think Ross is feeling a little bit chastised. Uh, for the second time in like 12 hours Um, so she's sitting like she's back to sitting like next to Sam and she's like playing fake chill about the whole thing but periodically she will just look at Newman 
wait until he makes eye contact, and then make a big deal out of the fact her neck hurts. <laughs> Is her tail twitching like a pissed off cat? You can probably <laughs> see it like splashing at the top of the water. And she, at one point, you probably just see her just like grab it and hold it. <laughs> so you can't see it. Um, yeah, no, Newman has no ultimate plans. And yes, I guess does catch Frost um, in pain. And like at first turns into like a look of sour, but then it's like maybe a little bit remorseful. <laughs> like he starts like rubbing his neck, but not in like a painful way, as if like a oh that was silly kind of kind of uh, gesture. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he's gonna yeah start getting dressed and ready to leave. Um, yeah. Yeah, it looks like their relaxation's lining up. We should probably corral them. Can you still see? Uh, no. Um, it dropped as I was walking over, actually. So. Yeah, I, I, I figured uh, your posture was changed. Um, he, um, and he like, um, I, I can feel him stand up. He still holds her hand. And just stands there for the Yeah. She stands with him. Help like she up, comes yeah. up with him. Yeah. Uh, and she has a sort of smile when he mentions noticing her posture change. Like just at that attention to detail. Yeah. <laughs> let's get the kids. Yeah, let's let's go send some underpants. My god. <laughs> and they go and get changed. Get everyone. <laughs> corral everyone out <laughs> put some clothes on yes uh, Ross will also get dressed <laughs> um, yeah Sam goes through the process of getting dressed and getting ready to leave and he says um, so I know calipitation circles that we can get close to the tavern but if you want, if you have, you know, teleporting is a risk. We'll we'll go close, invisible the way back. Okay, yeah, that's like makes plans. sense. And uh, you, you're all Newman. You got it all. Oh, I got I got everything. Yeah, no, actually, that was that was a cinch. Like I know that was like like. It kind of converged, so it was the, the unisex bathrooms anyway, but my god, did anyone use the toilets? Like, while we were, like, while you were away, Newman, like, someone was really, like, having a problem in there. Just, just saying. It uh, was horrible. Did you check if someone was in there? Did you ask if they were okay? Why would I do that? Because they're having a terrible time. By the sounds I poke my head under the cubicle? <laughs> do you do it's... that? Uh, I expected someone would. That's how I set it up. That, are you okay, Newman? Was that you? I mean, yes and no. Um, I was thinking, you know, may maybe I was thinking this was going to be a lot harder than what it was, but I expected for people to be looking for someone who hasn't showed up for quite some time. So I put together this elaborate ploy where I filled up my pants with my other clothes to make it look like I was sitting on the toilet, and then I was okay. able to... Yep. And he brings out... Uh, a blunt um, cow drop that makes it make a farting sound um, I was able to do that uh, 
uh, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I know, that was my elaborate oh. to where I was, you know, having a bad case of diarrhea. Um, oh, uh, yeah. I don't think it was necessary, and the only person that freaked out was you, apparently, so. Thank you for checking up on me, though, I guess. Not, not really, but that would have been uh. funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, um, hmm. I mean, I, I assumed you were off doing sneaky stuff, I didn't realise that was... Also, you in the toilet, technically. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, good, good Good job, good job. Yeah, no worries. Um, all in a day's work, and like I said, I got everything we need, so it all went off without a hitch. Now, he is saying this over the earrings, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just to clarify, this is over the earrings. This is not out loud whilst we're just standing on the teleportation circle. <laughs> That's all right. Newman, or like, Bernie also, not that loud. He doesn't, like, whisper, but he doesn't say it, like, super loud either. But he says out loud, It's all right, Newman. I'm sure if you were actually pooping yourself to death, one of us would check on you. We all care about you that much. Fingers crossed, yeah. That would be an awful experience. I'd want someone there to, like, hold my hand or something. <laughs> and Betty immediately looks at Ross and like, well, you're the best friend. <laughs> hey, that's the trick he does to get out of chores at least once a month. I'm not... You gotta use a code word if you want me to come in there and hold your hand. I will, but... Oh, it's... There's I'm a reason why I'm so Tanya. good at this. If that's the case. No offense, human. None taken. Anyways, I'm feeling quite tavern sick, but in the sense of homesick. Can we uh can we get going? This place was relaxing, but now I've just got bad vibes about it. Yes, let's. Um and Sam casts a teleportation circle to get everyone to to a place near enough that he's then able to cast a 7th level invisibility to make everyone invisible and you're able to make your way back. Cool. We get back. Yeah. Um, so what do we do now? Because I've got the sigils, I've got everything we need to pop up basically wherever we want any teleportation circle used in this area i believe i have the sigil to i may have gone above and beyond yeah geez that's um it's incredible well the is that information that all concord need or just I, us i might i might go have a chat with everyone and see if they can use that information as well. I'm sure it would be handy in some regard. But, you know, we're basically just after the one sigil, so as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Alright. Well, yes, I think this should be discussed with Yadel and Promise as soon as possible. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, is anyone doing anything whilst we wait or I um I might have to go check something out um so uh yeah oh okay cool do you need a hand because I can do uh, this later oh it's 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 all good um uh I need to uh talk to someone 
Um, I don't know if it's meant to be private or not. So, ah, okay. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. No worries. Um, are we still invisible? Are we just talking to each other? How uh, do we know you, where we are, are relative to each other when we're invisible? Are we all holding hands when we walk? Like, we can absolutely. Because <laughs> you can't Surely. see invisible things when you're invisible, yeah? No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, how have we been doing this? Holy I know, like, <laughs> I know, like, we've been on the dragon before. We've been on Zoot Suit. Which yeah, kind of. That's easy to tell where everyone is because we're all on Zoot Suit. But like, this is this isn't the first time we've done this. We all have bits of string tied to our belts, mm. and we hold on. Absolutely. Um, and then when we go to walk through a crowd, we like. <laughs> Do we, do we, like, clothesline anyone? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, no, you're able to avoid that easily enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, from understanding, in general, meeting with Yadel and Promise, Bertie, you need to go see Bianca. Yeah, he's going to go and find okay. Olaf first, I think, unless he runs straight into right. Bianca, um, just to yep. see. But, yeah, so. All right. Uh, roll me an investigation check. All right. Try to find Time to Olaf. roll a dice. Let's see. Uh, what is it's an inclusion in that? Oh, okay, so 16 plus 6. Okay, so <laughs> 22. 22. Yeah, you're you're able to find Olaf easily enough without running into uh, Bianca first. Fair. Yeah. Oh, I will also note as well, but when Betty got back to the tavern, he... Uh, dropped his disguise or personal that um and so he just looks normal again yeah and sam would have dropped everyone's invisibility yeah as soon as you got yeah. inside um easy easy yeah hey um uh Olaf, was it uh yes hello bertie uh yeah thanks for the message i came as quick as i could um was there a particular time just as soon as you could see her uh, okay. Um. Oh, where, where, where does she want me? Uh, it's like looks very, very awkward. Like, where does she want me to meet her? Um. She's probably still in her quarters. Okay. Um. W- which room's that? And he points you towards. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Cool. Um. Excellent. Um, but he will go find that. Before he does that, he's going to swing by his room, dump his stuff in there, and he is going to um, uh, look contemplatively over stuff, and then like um, he's going to take the um little wand that he has. He's going to tap his head with it, and just drop his shoulders and just relax a bit. Um, which is calm emotions. The wand does little charges of calm emotions. I can't remember if I've covered that in the pod yet, but that's the little secret thing that keeps doing. Um. But yeah, and then just kind of recenters himself. Um, looks in like this little mirror that he's got in his room, which he's just made. Um, and um, and then looks at looks over like kind of tries to like fix up his hair a bit. Um, looks over at the uh, shield that he's got just like uh, up against the wall and just like nods and then um, sighs and leaves his room and goes to find Bianca's room. Um, yeah, so you, with Olaf's instruction, uh, you find the room easily enough. The door is closed. Cool. 
Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Bernie just kind of like stands like waiting out there for like a little bit. He's like, oh, just trying to psych himself up, basically. Like, like even though he's like calmed himself down um, magically, he's like um still got his like fingers steepled like he tends to um, when his ears flicked back, and he's just kind of just like. Um, and then he knocks at the door. Come in. Uh, hey, it's um, it's it's Bertie. Um, yeah, uh, I'll I'll come in now. Um, and he very care, very cautiously opens the door, cautiously pokes his head around before <laughs> before stepping inside. Um, she's standing by the uh the kind of punching bag training dummy that she was uh, training with uh, when, <laughs> yeah, that she was yeah, punching fair. away at when he instinctively uh, winces yeah. looking at that <laughs> <laughs> thinks about <laughs> he just bruises going his cheek <laughs> um, <laughs> but just generally just looking very big eyed like cautious um, uh, hey do you want me to leave the door open or uh, what Maybe close it. Okay, no problem. Um, and he uh, he does so, but he just kind of just stands by the doorway. <laughs> um, Why didn't you tell me? What, what do you mean? You've known for over a year. Why didn't you tell me? Um, he kind of, uh, like, uh, puts one hand on his hip and just looks down down the ground and then looks looks to the side and then looks back at her and is like, I, I wasn't ready to, I know that's not a good excuse. That's not any excuse. Um. I was scared. I guess. Not about the, like, you know, you're a really cool person. I wasn't, you know, um, I wouldn't feel bad about you being my daughter, potentially. (laughs) Uh, but, you know, I'm, I've never been dad material um i don't know what a good dad's like i guess i've never had one (laughs) a good one um i've had three technically um none of them have been good so i wasn't a good person um back then which i used to say all the time i still say it now sometimes because i believe that and you know that's something i've been working through None of that's your problem or your fault or anything you need to hear about. Um, cause it isn't, excuse anything. And you probably already know what you know of me. I'm not a very complicated person, even though I try to make myself look like one a lot of the time. We traveled on the airship for at least a month. You, yeah. I wasn't a great person. Um, 
so yeah um well uh, yeah I mean there's nothing I can really change I was a uh before I get into the group with three of us I was a snake oil salesman um so yeah I was only out it out out for myself I guess um most of the time so that doesn't make anything good I'm trying to be a better person now but that doesn't change what I've done in the past and more importantly doesn't change how you feel I guess um and back then I just found out I guess that I was a um I was partially responsible by way of I guess being a pawn of a creature that don't exist no more um who had just destroyed a town and um yeah it wasn't great and um I was getting mixed up into a lot of stuff that I hadn't meant to do um which again doesn't change the outcome when I saw you I thought I recognized you just a bit well I was scared so that doesn't excuse anything but it's stupid it's true though um and yeah, I was a snake oil salesman. Um, I'm trying to be legit now. I'm trying to make things good. I've done a lot of shit stuff over my life. Um, I've done stuff that's not very interesting. I grew up working for a tavern. That's where my parents left me. <laughs> um, and um, had to, to work to kind of live. But, uh, I don't know. I guess for me, um, I've had a lot longer to think about it, so I'm not, I'm not angry or upset, and I'm like, I feel, I don't even feel that sorry for myself, which is weird for me, um, but I had a long time to think about how what my parents felt, felt like to me, and what they meant to me, and what I'd do if I saw them, and I told you, I I still don't know how I feel about them. I didn't want to see them for a long, long time. So, when I guess when I saw you, I started to piece things together. Again, I wasn't sure. Um, not until you started to talk more about your ma. I didn't know, I guess. I didn't, I wouldn't have been a good dad. I don't know if I can ever be a good one, but you know, I'd like... You know... I guess, yeah, I... I am... At my core, I've been a coward for a long time in my life. Um, to protect myself. Because I was struck out on my own, and you know that, because... 
well, you're not a coward, but I know how it feels to feel like someone's left you alone, so I did never want to do that to someone else, but it looks like I have, and I'm sorry. And I, I get, even if I didn't know that you were around, I should have still said something back then, so... That doesn't excuse anything, but I guess that's that's the answer. I talk a lot. That's um, unfortunately something I do all the time. Um, which I get on trying to improve. But basically, yeah. Bottom line is, I was scared. That's why I didn't say. Roll me a persuasion so, check at disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. What's my persuasion? So that's an eight. I rolled a two. <laughs> you. Um, oh no, that's specifically social graces. Yeah. So you don't. Yeah, have she's not a noble. You can use inspiration if you want to. I will. I'll use inspiration. <laughs> okay. I roll again. Still at this. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I rolled a natural 19, um, so that's a, 50, a 25. <laughs> um, I don't know is enough. That's much better than a two. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but yes, so Baker just steeples his fingers and just looks at her. Um, and then just shrugs. You know she struggled, right? No, but I can understand that. That's really shit. I shouldn't have done that. I don't, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can say to excuse that. That's not something I've ever wanted to do to anyone. And yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I, I didn't know, but it doesn't, it doesn't change it. You might deserve better. Look, I know changed, you've improved upon yourself, but it's only so far that gets you by itself. Yeah, no, that's fair. Again, the intention doesn't change the outcome. I'm being low. I think we're on the same side of a resistance movement. It's going to be hard to avoid each other. 
We can at least be civil. Civil's good, yeah. Then maybe with a bit more time, you can redeem yourself a little bit more. And she cracks a kind of wry smile. Very subtle. He kind of like scrubs it. <laughs> he scrubs it in one of his eyes and then just grins back and he's like, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I'm very persistent when I want to be. So <laughs> you, yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> um, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> appreciate that. By the way, you know, uh, yeah, if you ever need anything, you don't have to ask me, but you can ask any of my friends. Um, <laughs> I'll keep it in so, mind. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, that's a good start. So, uh, Thank you. I, uh... I appreciate that, Bianca. Hey, um... Tell Anya I'm sorry about the silence. I was... not really thinking. Oh! I will! I'm, I mean, I'm sure she'll be fine. <laughs> She'll be fine about it. Ugh. That's, uh, yeah. She mentioned she talked to you. She didn't say anything else. Don't worry. Arnie is very good at keeping secrets. <laughs> I was going to say more than me, but clearly you can see I'm not very good at it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's fair. And for what it's worth, I am sorry. That's not that's one that's not worth much, but you know we can't cover all the dad stuff. Uh, but I am sorry that you know you're here trying to learn without your boss currently, with all up and stuff like that. And as far as I know, he's one of the only people you know around here. And now you're in a tavern with me and all of my weird friends. So uh, my apologies on that one. It, I know what it feels like to kind of be on the outer, so with all the odds stacked against you so I'm sorry about that but uh, yeah um yeah thank you even ground is where to start so uh, I appreciate that thank you Bianca you're um a lot more wise and a lot more mature and a lot I'm not going to say a better person because that's, you know, that's using over-the-top languages, but you're a much smarter person than I'll ever be. But yeah, don't... Even Gone is good. Don't feel pressured for anything else. That's up for your feelings. I, um... Hmm. Okay, you better watch! I'm very annoying and very persistent, so you know, if you ever need anything, I'll... I'll... Okay. Betty, you're pushing it at this point. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, um, I'll, 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 I'll leave you. Leave you to it. Cool. 
Um, catch you later. Uh, oh, but he ducks out. Okay. Um, so where is everyone else? I literally just messaged the group chat yeah. about this, but Anya probably would have heard the majority of that just because of who she is. So she's crying on a roof right now. Good crying, big crying, making sure none of the other party are there to see it. Um, I assume at least part of that was spent debriefing with Yadel and Promise yep. for the other three. Um, hearing Newman attempt to explain the intricacies of reverse engineering teleportation circles. Um, okay. um, and with that information, they express to you that they they really want to um, have a discussion with all of you together when there is an opportunity. How soon would you like that opportunity to present itself? We'll give you the evening. Thank you. Being here at dawn. Absolutely. Yeah, right. yep. I, Newman has nothing else yeah. to do. He's just going to wait and maybe go over some stuff that he found out, add to his notes, ready a presentation. <laughs> um, Russell actually, uh, she'll go after Newman. Uh, probably give him a little bit and then just like... Nooms. Yeah? Can I have a chat? It's not about the dunking. Should we talk about the dunking as well, though? Uh, if you want to, but I'm... I want to ask about something else. Sure. He opens the door. <clears throat> Is he... He on... yeah. Is he on the flying carpet, just, like, sitting there? <laughs> the only time he left the flying carpet was because he needed to do a stealth mission, and it might have been too big for the stealth mission. So now that he's back and he doesn't need to be stealthy, then yeah, he's on the flying <laughs> carpet. Cool. Uh, can I hop on? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's plenty of room. Ross gets on the flying carpet. You might have to push away um, some scrap, like crunched up pieces of paper <clears throat> or canvas. Um, it is a little bit messy. He's been note taking and drafting. And, all sorts of stuff. If I remember correctly, Ross and Newman are roommates, not just housemates, they share a bedroom, so she's mm. used to it. Mm. <laughs> so she's just like nestled in this little nest of Newman's stuff. Um, and she's like working hard? Mm, hardly working. That's the way, that's the way, mate. What's up? I... 
It's getting very real, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I'm just kind of finding solace in all the little things I can at the moment. And to be honest, it's I've kind of been overwhelmed for a couple of days now. So, But um, I've seemed to be coping okay. <coughs> and, um, you know, I've got numerous goals in this place and it seems like we're pretty much on the verge of achieving all of them. So. Yeah. But that's what I've been thinking about. I mean, in two hours at a hot springs, you might have what we need to get Caius back. Mm -hmm. I'm very glad I did very good. I feel like I had a lot of inspiration, though, so <laughs> a lot of motive. <laughs> so, yeah, the quicker we get Caius back, the quicker we finish everything here, and the quicker we get out of here, the better, I think. Yeah. I just... I don't know. Everything got so... It's weird that the more bleak everything got, the more hopeful I was, and now it's getting real, and I don't know how to feel anymore. I don't know. I mean, the way that I've been looking at it is we've been working very well as a team since we got here. I know we've had numerous hiccups over the past, but we've basically been working perfectly. <laughs> and everyone's been taking, like, leaps, strides, bounds um, in progress. Like, <laughs> I feel more powerful than I ever have before, and I feel like I'm accomplishing more than I've ever done in my life. I'm looking at basically all the stuff that we've done and I'm thinking I can put a lot of stuff on my resume. Like real, <laughs> real good stuff. I, th I feel like I could walk into anywhere and get a position. I think you're going to need a second scroll at this point. Uh, I actually, something I've been drafting. It's, oh. it, it's getting into the realm of impossibility, but an endless scroll. Um, it's an idea I've had for a little bit, but it would be perfect for my resume. A scroll that never ends. Mm. It just keeps on unraveling. I mean, they say the real craft, the real expert is someone who never stops learning. So, you know, why not have a resume that never stops expanding? That's very true. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, where I was trying to go with that is that you should look at the stuff that you've been doing and you should look at the progress you've been making. And whilst you might feel, I guess, a little bit lost at the moment, or you feel like it's just getting too much, you should look back on what we've been doing the past couple of days and what we've been doing for <laughs> the past forever, it feels like now. And just have a look yeah. at how much we've done, how much change we've done, how much change we've made for the better. I know. I know, it's just... I don't know, doesn't it? I want Taven Sarag dead more than I've ever wanted anything in my life. But I also don't know how my life looks without him in it, you know? I reckon that's good. <laughs> it seems like you're... <laughs> just from that, it seems like you're... Uh... <laughs> kind of just 
dedicating your life to the one purpose and I feel like achieving that and going onwards is good you might be a new person you might act different you might be completely the same and nothing will change <laughs> but I feel like that's something that, like the unexpected should be welcomed it's fresh it's okay. scary it's new it's fun <laughs> everything we've ever done has been unexpected Newman I'm not unused to that I just I've, from my perspective, I've pretty much spent the majority of my life preparing for this. And all I can think about is what happens after. I... And I don't know. And I love that. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got some ideas, but like, <laughs> I'm sort of not pondering it too much. I... Morbidly... I always thought this would either be my life forever, or that I'd die trying to see it done. Same? <laughs> I don't know, for the first time in a long time, even though we're short two people and everything is happening so fast, I feel like I feel like there's another another side. I don't know. Um Do you remember um the first time Sam and I like finger quotes got together and you had your little um mediation session? Yeah, how could I forget? Yeah. Just making I mean, sure. personally, just from, from my perspective, that wasn't the first. You guys have been showing, like, signs well, well, well before that. Maybe that might be the first time you acted on it, and I'm glad I was there for it, but... <clears throat> um, yeah, how can I forget? She A look crosses her face, and she's just... For a second, she's like, what signs? As if to be like, list them! And then she goes, no, 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 on point. And she's like, do you remember that... You asked us about like a, a, a fact about ourselves that like no one would know. Mm. And I mentioned that uh, I became an actor because of a fortune teller. Yeah, okay. It... Do I get to know more? Is that where this is going? <laughs> you, I'm getting predictable. Uh... <laughs> it was the last Thing my parents took me to before we joined the Concord. I had just turned six. My mum had just given me her tambourine so I could start training with it. I didn't even know there was a war at that point. And I was so excited. We, it was my first trip out of town. It was my first trip to a carnival and Everything was so big and bright and so just what a kid imagines paradise to be. And the big thing was that there were tabaxi and tieflings and people of races I've never even seen before and no one looked at them differently. 
there were no strange figures in black cloaks staring at you down the street. It was just bright. And I remember there was this one fortune teller, I know now, they were a tiefling, but like me, I'd never seen a purple one before except for my mum, and they had this beautiful like purple hair like my mum, and they had this beautiful blue coat covered in, you know, like what I th thought were jewels. Could have been paste gems, but to me they were resplendent. And I ran barreling up to them, because I'd never seen anyone like me before. And I remember them crouching down to my height. And here Ross does an impeccable impersonation of a person you have never met. And she goes, Well there, darling. Are you perhaps here for a fortune? And I said, Of course I am. Why would I not want a fortune? And they said, well, have you got a coin? And I went, no, of course not. And they said, well, then what am I meant to take for the fortune then? And I said, what do you want? And they pointed at my tambourine and they said, well, that looks there, darling, like the most beautiful bardic instrument I've ever seen. You show me the best trick you can do with that instrument. And I'll not only give you a fortune, I'll tell you your whole future for free. Every chance my parents had slipped them a silver while I was looking away, but I did my best trick. I had just learned how to do a handstand. So I did a handstand. I put the little tambourine on top of my foot, and I did a handstand, and I tapped it a couple of times with my tail to show that I was a really good musician. And I got down from that little handstand, and they gave me a round of applause, the first one I'd ever gotten. And they said, well, that is far beyond the price of admission. I feel like I even owe you, darling. And I said, you owe me nothing but my fortune. Well, that's what I remember saying. I doubt that's what I said. I was six. My parents may be embellished, but... They pulled out these tarot cards. I, I don't remember what the art was, but I remember the back. It was gold. It had these beautiful feathers on them. And I pulled a card and I didn't even look at it. I just showed it to the fortune teller. And their eyes went wide and they said, oh, now that is the best fortune anyone could ever get. You young lady your future you will always make people happy <laughs> i know how to do those tricks now i know how to do card draws i know how to do fortunes but as I got bigger, as everything happened, when I ran away, when I came back, when I left with you all with no warning, when I left again with too much warning. It was never that I'm meant to make people happy. 
always just thought I want to be the person like that that sees someone like me and gives them something to smile about. And when I ran away, that's what I thought I was going to do because the rebellion was claustrophobic. And when I came back, I, I thought, you know, I could balance life and make everyone happy and I couldn't. And even now with this, it has felt like the resistance has been the only thing that's going to make everyone happy and maybe I would have to sacrifice myself to do it, but I don't know. I'm starting to think maybe I can be happy too. And I was happy before, but you know, properly. Without a cloud over my head. And I want to thank you for being part of the reason I feel that way now. Because that even, wasn't always the case. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that. Damn. Damn, that's deep. What a good. Did I leave the great Newman Theodore Mills speechless? I guess so. <laughs> you can put that on your resume if you want. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, it's... Newman. I mean it. It's all good. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> That's really nice to hear. Thank you. Do you want to hug big guy? Oh, of course. Here, come here. <laughs> she like scoots forward on the carpet and just kind of collapses into him with a hug. Uh, and you would reciprocate. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Purring. You hear purring. Aww. <laughs> um, but yeah, he has no intention to stop anytime soon. So yeah. he kind of just chills there. <clears throat> um, no, so it's, it sounds like you have a lot of, you had a lot of positivity <laughs> to begin with, as bad as things were around you, I guess. Mom and dad tried their best. How many people have you told that story? you uh, I mean <clears throat> do you want to hear something that I haven't told anyone always it's I don't know if it'll have the same happy vibe about it <laughs> <laughs> I mean I haven't told anyone for a reason but it's just yeah never really come up and it's something that I've sort of put behind me um but i feel like you're probably yeah one person i'd like to tell it to <clears throat> um back when i was really young um my kickstart and the reason i'd say the main reason that led me here today um <clears throat> with what i'm doing um starts when 
they started invading Karas. Um, and <clears throat> um, I think I've mentioned it before. My my father was the one who got us off, got us away, got mm. us somewhere safe. Um, we took um, one of his friend's boats, a merchant vessel, um, and that's how we that's how we escaped. Mm. Um, I was small, so we made sure I hid in one of the smallest, hard to reach places of the boat. Um, and I'm not sure if you remember it, but that's actually where I found that sword that I had a while ago. And I spent a lot of time with that sword. Uh, it was a very long trip. It was a very scary trip. The family was also split up as well. We we took different boats. There just wasn't really much room, so that was kind of all I had for a very very long, scary trip. But we were we were able to make it, and when we did make it safe, when we did get back together, <clears throat> I um I wanted to keep that sword because it. it kind of kept me company that entire time but I knew that um, that dad probably wouldn't let me let me keep it so I ended up throwing it into the pier as soon as I got off that boat um, and <laughs> um, I ended up using that sword a few times actually I came back for it often um, I don't actually remember using it though all I remember is that I would go back for it and that I'd throw it back into the ocean every single time and I started depending on that sword and I guess the main reason why I've gotten so steadfast in taking back Karas um <laughs> From what I can put together, from what I can remember, I think I've I've killed a lot of people, and all of them were people who were looking for my family. I just remember them being there, me noticing them, and me no longer seeing them after throwing that sword back into the ocean. And I would just keep on coming back for it and back for it. I can't, I can't, I don't even know how many times. But, um, I guess also the main reason why I left my family as well is because I was scared about what the sword would maybe be used for if I ever stopped using it to protect people. Maybe I'd use it to hurt people that I really care about um, so that was the main reason why I left <laughs> that's the main reason I do what I do is because I felt if I couldn't be there in person to protect them I'd protect them some other way um, <clears throat> sorry this is um, like I said I haven't really told this to anyone before so I, it's kind of hard to put into words and especially when I don't exactly know what happened myself <laughs> Um, but uh, when I got rid of that sword um, that's where all of you were as well and I mean you had only just met me at the time and I 
from what I understand, I tried to use the sword against you as well, which was one of the worst feelings I've ever felt. But it seemed like you were the one who sort of noticed that I was struggling. You were the one who kind of didn't turn a blind eye when I finally got rid of it and you were the one who <clears throat> sort of I don't think you directly checked up on me but I you were the only one who commented when I was feeling sad and that really means a lot to me and the amount of support that you've given me and the amount of support that the whole party has given me after that time has been amazing and <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do after that I thought without that sword I, I'd be useless I thought I'd just be tagging along getting a piggyback from all of you um, but um, seeing the stuff that we can do together and having that confidence back in myself I was able to sort of rebuild and sort of understand that um, even though you've reached that end goal or it's been taken away from you prematurely um, there's always something else to do something else to look forward to um, and yeah you guys help me understand that and I guess that's also <laughs> uh, underhanded way of saying my earlier point as well is yeah after all this I'm sure there's something else to be done there's always something else to be done there's always room for improvement but yeah I don't know Please don't tell the others, because it's... Never. It's not really something I want people thinking about me. It's something, I, like I said, I've kind of put behind me. Newman, I... So sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> I mean, like, I got, I think, <laughs> I... the best... I think I experienced the best way for it to happen is not remembering it, so um, I'm sort of just, yeah, assuming and filling in the blanks myself, but, um, yeah. But still, I... I, am. Um, thank you for telling me. It feels good it... to tell someone, but... I... Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Um, I'm sorry, I completely killed them. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you came no, up with this, like, really happy story, no, and I man. tried to spin it. I tried to spin it. But no, I... <laughs> I know what you... I know what you mean. You... Even the bad things have made us the people we are now. And even the things that once brought us comfort aren't always what we need forever. Yeah. But we have each other. And that's more important than things. Yeah? Yeah. I love you. Love you too. Uh, he hasn't stopped hugging. He might have, yeah. like... No. He might have, like... <laughs> inched away to like really like tell the story in a very ominous setting mm. <laughs> perhaps but yeah no he he hasn't let go basically yeah, neither is Ross 
Um, what time is it? What time did we have to um, have a chat with everyone? Dawn. Dawn. Is that the time or what time we needed to be there? Oh, what time we needed? No, it hasn't. It hasn't been that long, Newman. I would have made you go to sleep. Yeah, sorry. I've been really working hard at this. So. Okay. I lied when you came in. I'm not hardly working. I just said that to be funny. <laughs> it was very funny, Nooms. I'm always. And on that note. Except for when I'm not. On that note, that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> on that note, here's your coffee. Here's <laughs> <laughs> your oh. coffee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. On that note, that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. <laughs> Forever, Jake, or did you make that up? Not like... forever. It's just I've kind of left it. Like I was always going to leave it to improv if anyone asked how I came by oh. the sword, but no one's asked. And maybe about ten sessions ago, I kind of pitched an idea to Darby oh. uh, because he started explaining how he escaped, but like no one asked yeah. any further, and I couldn't really see a way to tell it naturally in a conversation, so I was just like, I'll save that, it'll come up eventually. This is really one of those things where, like, Jake is a very much our Sam Regal, in that he creates these joke characters that, over the course of a campaign, just get revealed to be more and more tragic. <laughs>